Let's explore support and seven other spiritual poems. This is Lama Jigme Gyatso. Welcome to Meditate Like a Jedi. Today's first poem, Support. In Buddhist Tantra, the green syllable Tom often symbolizes the mind of green toddy, the archetype of enlightened action. Compassionately, the symbolism supports the loving wish that all beings' minds be as enlightened as green Tom. We could imagine that the green syllable Tom could be comprised of light, rendering it as apparent yet non-graspable as the full moon reflected in a basin of water. And this, and thus, the same syllable could support us as we train in the wisdom of letting go, as we marry simile with rhetorical question and ask, how could this mind be lucid yet as non-graspable as syllable tom of light? Today's second poem, Calm. From across the party, the two German tourists, strangers who had not met, were drawn to each other. The taller triumphantly declared to the shorter, We are Germans! We will dominate this party! To which this Jew interjected, Calm down, ladies! Try not to invade Poland. Today's third poem, Wineskins. I am often asked, if I believe in this, or if I believe in that, I have no problem with many ideas. I am, however, not a fan of grasping onto ideas with white-knuckle intensity. That is what Buddha described as clinging, and what the Bible describes as idolatry. It is the folly of the Pharisees and the lesson of the parable of the wineskins. Today's fourth poem, Palms. A pal and I intend to see Rise of Skywalker this Friday, which means that until then I must metaphorically slap my palms upon my ears and sing la 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 in avoidance of all the spoilers. A pair gushing and swarming upon YouTube. Today's fifth poem, Lens. My dear Christians, it does not matter how fervently you believe, how long you pray, or how much you sing. If you are approaching Christ through the lens of fear, you are cheating yourself. For the first letter of John reminds us that God is love, and as such, 
the most protective way to serve Christ is through the lens of love. Today's sixth poem, Ailments. You should find a good-hearted physician who will cure you for free out of the goodness of his heart, said the mindless monk. To which the sickly curmudgeon replied, What worthless advice may you suffer from my ailments until you find such a physician for the two of us? Today's seventh poem, Hungry Ghosts. In Buddhist lore, the folly of greed is taught through the metaphor of hungry ghosts. The tale is told that they have cavernous bellies that ache to be filled, and needle-thin throats for which the swallowing of even the finest food and drink feel like razors dragging and slicing and cutting. But they find not the finest food and drink, but rather all that is rotten and stinking, and even that vanishes like a mirage upon their approach. Forcing these unfortunate fellows to search for ages before even hearing the terms food and drink. Their cavernous bellies remind us that greed and lust and craving and clinging are never satiated. Their needle-thin throats remind us that pleasures chased are never worth the price paid. The foulness of the fair remind us that the pleasures we imagine are always greater than the pleasures we experience. The scarcity and mirage-like nature of their food remind us that relationships and careers and health and lives could be easily squandered, chasing after the next shiny thing. Tantric fundamentalists often teach their students that when defecating and urinating, to imagine that their waste is a gift to the hungry ghost. As a tool to strengthen the students' compassion and generosity, themselves considered an antidote for greed. Today's eighth poem talents. Some contrive a display of fear in hopes of manipulating others to be patient with them. However, when this was attempted in the parable of the talents, the talents were taken away and the would-be manipulator punished. Today's ninth poem Serve. 
Why do some seek to worship God from their old man point of view of rage and fear by hating the so-called enemies of God? But the apostles have made it clear we are to serve God with our new man of love and surrender. Today's 10th poem, Every. In every religion, folks can be found whose spiritual, business, and political worldview is one of fear and hate and despair and greed, who petulantly grasp for the metaphoric lover's of power. Today's eleventh poem, Matter. It does not matter that the Taliban destroyed ancient Buddhist statues. It does not matter that the Mughals invaded North India and defecated upon the Bodhi tree thought to have been the place of Buddha's awakening. It does not matter that the Chinese murdered nuns and monks. All that does matter is love and letting go. Today's twelfth and final poem, Hallmark. His wife loved watching Hallmark made-for-cable movies. Him, not so much. But he utterly adored his wife, and thus endured Hallmark's affront to the senses through the cunning use of falling asleep. Let us conclude with a simple call to action. This podcast will never have any advertisements. So, support us monthly on PayPal and like us on your podcast service to help others find us just as you found us as well. If meditation has felt impossible or boring or just out of reach, you are welcome to register at buddhajoy.org for the next series of live online meditation class webinars that meet once a week.